You are now listening. listening. You are now, you are now, you are now listening. You are now listening to a friendship divided podcast. Get your ears ready, ready, ready for one of the dopest sports podcasts. represent one half of a Friendship Divided podcast show, and I'm here today with episode number 52. Before I get into episode number 52, I want to thank everybody, everybody that's been following us from the beginning to the little small hiatus to up to right now. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Uh, the number hand got back up yet quite, and the number hand quite got back up yet to where we were, you know what I'm saying, before our little small hiatus, but it's getting there. So major shout out, major shout out to everybody, to everybody. They've been catching up and uh, checking out our podcast, man. I think the last time I looked at we were sitting at about averaging between like 50 and 60, you know what I'm saying, um, listens, you know what I'm saying. And back before the high 80s, we was, we was averaging around two to 300 listens. So, man, we, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's, gonna take, it's really going to take just pushing out content on a, on a weekly basis, you know what I'm saying, a daily basis, how often that, you know, so I can get on the mic, you know what I'm saying, and do this, you know what I'm saying. But... We're we gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Just be patient with us, guys. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna start back pushing content, you know what I'm saying, on a weekly basis like we were before the small hiatus. And um, like always, you can always follow us, you know what I'm saying, on our Facebook page and Instagram page at Friendship Divided Podcast. And also, you can catch us on a weekly basis on uh, Apple Podcasts, a Friendship Divided Podcast. And also, for all your Android users, you can check us out on SoundCloud. And um, before I go, even, even, even farther, I want to give a special shout out to my bro, my first cousin, uh, Marquis Ward, Dwayne Ward, for coming through yesterday, uh, for coming through on last week, and um, being the guest. Hey, I appreciate you, fam. Appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you, fam. If you have not checked out that show, check out uh, a Fresh Shit of Vida podcast episode number fifty-one, which was uh, the re-up. And basically, that show we just uh, caught up with uh, a lot of sport topics. You know, what I'm saying from the uh, national championship game, national championship game. All the way to, I think we end up stopping around the NBA uh, trading deadline and the uh, NBA All-Star game. So we, you know, had an opportunity to catch up everything, you know what I'm saying, for sports-wise uh, from uh, them, them moments right there from uh, college football season all the way up to the uh, All-Star break. And uh, with episode 52, we got the Gypsy King. We're going to talk about um, the debacle 
between Deontay, the bronze bomber, Wilder, and Tyson, the Gypsy King, Fury. Man, boy, I'm first and foremost, I didn't get an opportunity to, to watch the fight live like everyone else did. Um, I was catching a small tidbits of it on Facebook. Somebody uh, in a group was uh, going live, showing the fight. I caught two of them, but they ended up cutting their live off. And uh, I tried to get my co my uh, the the other half of the French Divided podcast, Trent Jones. I tried to get him to do the same thing, but he wouldn't cooperate. You know what I'm saying? That that that's, that's messed up, bro. That's messed up, man. That's messed up. And uh, finally, um, one of my other brothers, uh, my other first cousin, uh, Terrence Ward, he um, <sighs> he FaceTime in. I got the last. I think he got me. Gave me the last two rounds, man. It was just, and it, it was, it was, it was, it was practically over with when I, when he started um, uh, FaceTime me with the uh, fight on. So it was, it was, it was kind of, it was, it was a um, a a lost cause by then. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm uh, just speaking. And I, I did get the opportunity to um, watch the fight on YouTube afterwards. You know, so after everybody calmed down and you know and. It just from from my standpoint, man. Uh, Deontay Wilder would just just wasn't just just wasn't prepared enough. You know what I'm saying? I have always criticized Deontay Wilder. Um, just him himself, as far as like not going out and upgrading his corner. You know what I'm saying? I understand JD as a Mark Braylon been with you forever, man, but. It's time that you need to go in there, man, and make the adjustments, man. So I, I fought, I fought Deontay Wilder for for putting himself in that position, you know what I'm saying, to where he didn't, he couldn't, he couldn't adjust. If you understand where I'm coming from, you know what I'm saying. That kind of it was, it was disappointing to me that you know I feel like you're a vet in the game now. You should know this now, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you got to have something way more, you know what I'm saying, than that right hand. You gotta be able to go in your arsenal, man, and, and, and do it all. You know what I'm saying? And, and say, you know what? If my right hand ain't here, you know what I'm saying? Let me weigh, let me, let me, let me, let me weigh out a little bit. Let me move around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you know that's all he doing, looking for that right. You don't get me wrong, that right has that Alabama power, man. But if that right ain't there, what you have to fall back on? You feel what I'm saying? But just looking back at the fight, man. You know the fight came out. Um, Tyson Fury came out. Um, like he was a, a big, like you said, the big Gibson King, you know what I'm saying? They carried him to the ring, you know what I'm saying? This, that, and third. And Deontay Wilder came out. Shout out to D Smoke. Shout out to D Smoke. That was dope as fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? If anybody don't know D Smoke, D Smoke was the guy that was the contestant on the uh, Rhythm and, what was it? Rhythm and, ooh, Rhythm and Flow. Rhythm and Flow show on Netflix. Uh, he, you know, he, I think he just won that, uh, what, the first season or whatever. So uh, Deontay Wilder brought out D Smoke and they did uh, Black Habits, man, and that was ultra dope, ultra dope, hands down, man. Now that was like one of the dopest intros, like for a boxing I seen in a long time. You know, so that was one like compete with uh, Floyd Mayweather intros, man, back in the day. But uh, he came out with this uh, big ass suit on, you know, what I'm saying like he just came from Wakanda or some shit like that, man. You know, it was dope. You know, what I'm saying like a, you know, a black king. You know, what I'm saying young black king. You know, what I'm saying so. It's just so, you know. He had good attentions, you know what I'm saying. And as he came to the to the ring, it, it showed like prominent black figures in America, you know what I'm saying. And that was like ultra dope, man. It's like it was like a tribute to Black History Month, 
You know what I'm saying? And that was that was ultra dope, ultra dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really enjoyed that intro, man. You know, but the thing that that has given me with Deontay Wilder, man, well, the past couple fights when he started to 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 to, to get into fame and start on, man, was you know I felt that he was doing too much. You know what I'm saying? He coming out with all these different type of masks on, coming out here with with, 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 with feathers here and that shit, man. Bro, you ain't gotta do all that, man. You ain't gotta do all that, man. The great Iron Mike came out that motherfucker with a t-shirt on, man, ready to go, bruh. Ready to go. He ain't need all that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the words of my uh, 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 one of my co-workers, man, Sherry Coleman, man, bruh, you need to harm yourself, my boy. You know what I'm saying? You're doing too much, man. You're doing too much, man. And, you know, just being from Alabama, man, we're excited to see you on that stage, man. You know what I'm saying? We're excited to see you. We're excited to see you on the stage, bro. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta do all that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But Deontay Wilder came out with this quote-unquote um, uh, said that it was a 40-pound costume suit that he had on, and the intro, the walk to the ring, was almost 10 to 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't know, man. You know, I can I can only go off what I saw. I can only go off what I saw. You know, and the first round started. Tyson Fury came. He came at Deontay. He brought the fight to Deontay. You know what I'm saying? And and, and the thing about what, what, what also else that 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 hurts me, man. That I don't see Deontay with great defense. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know, I never thought he had great defense. You know what I'm saying? He had decent defense, but the Gypsy King brought the house to him, man. Brought the house to him. I'm talking about he brought it the whole nine yards to him, man. And Deontay didn't know how to adjust, man. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I keep telling people that kind of sort of just getting into boxing, man, that the judges are always going to give a round to the boxer that's being the most aggressive. He ain't got to get no hits off. He ain't got to let them hands loose. But it's the one that being the most aggressive. You know what I'm saying? If you're not being aggressive, you know what I'm saying? The judge is not gonna give you a round. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't Floyd Mayweather back in the back in the back in the day a couple a couple couple years ago when you can you can shoulder roll and and, and get off. This, this, this ain't this ain't this ain't boxing no more. That ain't that type of boxing. We talking about heavyweights now. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the judges are going to, all day long, give the rounds to the most aggressive boxer. You know what I'm saying? Even if it don't look like he getting, he, he, he hit the opposing boxer, but it don't matter. As long as he being the aggressive boxer, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And, and Tyson and Tyson Fury was working the body, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and working on him a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And he got to the... Um, Deontay Wilder was bloody, man, in the second round, man. I, I thought I may be wrong, may be right. He was that lip was busting in the second round, man. Tyson Fury came out there and went to work, went to work. Then in the third round was um, he got hit in the ear and uh, kind of busted his eardrum, and you know, um, I think that was shot his legs. You know what I'm saying? It was other stuff going on that said what well, that shot his legs, but. Ultimately, I think the busted eardrum. Well, it's not. I don't think it was confirmed as a busted eardrum, but it looked like a busted eardrum was the determining factor. He got hurt right then and there. But to be honest, I thought he was. I thought he got hurt the first and second round. 
I thought he was he was he, he I thought I thought he was he was done after the first round. When Tyson Fury brought the fight to him, I thought he was done after that, man. I thought it was over with after that. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, Deontay only thing he has in his arsenal is that right hand. And if it wasn't there, what else you got to fall back on, big boy? You see what I'm saying? Now back to back to the fight, man. Um Third round, you know, he got the bust of this round. I mean, I was not confirmed, you know, but he had a bust of this round, you know, which kind of threw his legs away. Didn't have no legs after that. Probably had a, a mild concussion after that, you know what I'm saying? Because all this, all this is related as far as body, the bodies go, you know what I'm saying? And after that, man, it was just, and then he's um, just moving forward. He slipped. A couple of times, and 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 and, and the ref, um, uh, Bayless, you know, gave him the benefit of the doubt. You know, then count him as knockdown. You know, count him as slips. You know what I'm saying? And after that, after that third round knockdown, Tyson Fury just put that big 273 on his ass, man, and it was just over after that, man. He already ain't got no legs. You know what I'm saying? And Deontay Wilder trying to trying to clinch with him. Tyson Fury took advantage of it and put that weight on his ass, man. And that 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 right there warmed down also, man. It warmed down also, man. Um, later on in the fight, Tyson Fury had another knockdown, and um, we got to the I think it was the seventh round. And you know, I I, I thought because the whole time I was saying, you know what, I just want Wilder to catch his second win because you know what, at the end of the day. He got that nuclear bomb right hand. He got that bronze bomber right hand. Wayne sitting there, Wayne on Tyson Fury to slip and make one mistake. Just one mistake. And he got that nuclear bomb coming straight to his goddamn face, man. I just knew it. I knew it, man. I just I knew the Alabama power was gonna bring it back home, man. I just knew it. I felt it in my gut, man. I said, you know what? Deontay Wilder's not going out like this, man. He just need one punch. One punch. One haymaker to get back in the fight, and we back in. We back in this, man. We back in this. But we got to that determined round, that seventh round, and you know, I, I I personally felt that Deontay Wilder was defending himself. You know, he wasn't getting off. He he, he couldn't he couldn't let his hands go because he was trying to gather himself. But I just felt, you know, what I'm saying that it just needed that one that one shot, that one shot. You know, what I'm saying. And most of the time, you know, if a, if a ref, you know, gets in between the, you know, gets in between the fighters, so the ref had to stop the fight. The ref gonna stop the fight because the, the other fighter is not being, is, is not not showing. It, it, let's put it like this: if the opposing boxer is being defenseless, is not defending himself. But I felt Deontay Wilder was defending himself the whole time. And when I first looked at it, it looked like Bayless, you know, called the fight off. But he did. His trainer, Mark Breland, threw the towel in. Threw the towel in on Deontay Wilder, one of the, one of the greatest heavyweight champions of the last five to six years, man. Mark Breland threw the towel in on a heavyweight. On a heavyweight, man. You hit me on the heavyweight. What are you talking about? On a little featherweight, no little catchweight, on the you know what I'm saying, welterweight. We're talking about a heavyweight. Arguably, you could you could call him a super heavyweight. Especially Tyson Fury. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I was just in so much disbelief that Mark Breland would do something like that to a heavyweight champion like Deontay Wilder. I just didn't understand it. I was hurt by that. You know what I'm saying? Deontay Wilder always stated that he wants a body on his record. He came on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy and told them he want a body on his record. So don't you think he want the same, the same, the, 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 the same aspect from his side too? Don't say, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I don't want to see Deontay Wilder die. I'm not, I'm not advocating that. I'm just advocating the simple fact that he said he wants a body on his record. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So let the man go out the way he wants to go out. And then first and foremost, I would have never, ever threw the towel in on my boxer. Never. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to get his ass back to the corner. And I'm going to tell him. I said, hey, brother, I'm trying to save you right here now. Let's go back to the drawing boards and figure this shit out. We got the rebound claws that have to be set off in between 30 and 60 days. Let's go back to the drawing boards. Let's make some adjustments. And let's, 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 let's do this again. Let's do this the, the one more time. For the third time, let's do it for the third time. I'm telling Deontay Wilder this. I'm telling JD. Um, JD is, me and Mark Brickman, we getting on the same page in, in that round right there. We think, well, hey, hey, we're not going to throw the towel in you. We're not going to do that. But I'm not going to let you get out this, out this seat in between this round right here. You're not going back out here after the eight, after, after, after round eight. I called the medical, the, the medical over there, A medical, A. To buy time, a medical, a come look at Deontay Wilder's ear. Look at his ear. You know what I'm saying? I let medical call it off. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's it's some some it's certain things I would have did in between in, in that round right there. In, in in between that round, the seven to eight round, I would have told Deontay Wilder, hey bro, we ain't looking good, champ. You know what I'm saying? You can't even catch your second win. So if you can't catch your second win, man, that's good. Hey, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll get him. We'll get him next time. We'll get him next time, champ. We'll get your belt back next time. You back in the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just, I mean, me personally, I just felt like that was a totally different spec for Mark Brigham to do that to a heavyweight. I said it was a little small, small class guy. You know, little, you know, you know, little, 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 little bantam mate, little You know what I'm saying? You know, but no, sir, not no heavyweight, man. You don't do a heavyweight like that, no, sir. No sir, no sir. Like Deontay Wilder said, you let him go on, on on his shield. That's what you do to a heavyweight. Let him go on his shield. You know what I'm saying? I done seen Deontay Wilder knock people left and right just about his whole damn career. I'm talking about he had he had motherfucker season on the side on the side of the of the ring, man. He knocking folks in and out of the ring, man. You know what I'm saying? So what it's done to you, what it's done, what you did to somebody else, you can't you, you have to expect it to be done back to you in ten oh, you have to expect that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, man, you know, the day wasn't that day wasn't his day. That day wasn't his day. And at the end of the day, I'm still a fan. He's still my heavyweight champion. He's still my heavyweight champion. And the only reason I'm saying that is because he's from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I'm saying that. You know. But um, after, after, 
Mark Brennan, Deontay Wilder trainer, uh, stated that he looked at Jay Diaz and uh, Jay Diaz waved them off. Jay Diaz didn't want he didn't want he didn't want nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? He basically told Mark Briggs, if you throw the towel in, that's on you. I'm not throwing the towel in on my fighter. And Mark Briggs took it upon himself and threw that towel in like he was throwing a yellow flag for passing the friends in a football game. Bayless didn't see it. The judges saw it. Kenny Bay stepped in and called the fight off. I couldn't believe it. I was just in so much dis disbelief. I was in so much disbelief. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. The guy that we 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 saw, and I always say this, you know, the heavyweight division right now is one of the weakest divisions of, of all the boxing right now. It is, it is the weakest division. You know, top to bottom. You know, you can't name more than three three boxers outside of Wilder. Joshua and Fury. You know what I'm saying? You know, we going back in the day, man. You can you can name a good ten off the top, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, even if they was, you know, getting out of boxing and getting into something else, you still can name you a good solid ten. You know, so look at the welterweight class. This is the which in my opinion, the money class right now. The class that keep boxing going, that get they got boxing still going, you know, I can give you ten or fifteen right now. Easily, you see what I'm saying. But but Deontay had the perfect opportunity to dominate boxing at the perfect time, at the perfect opportunity. Where the Clemsco brothers has decided, you know what? We done with it. We get into politics. When you got a weak champion in Anthony Joshua, that ain't even fought 29 fights. He like little puppet. You see what I'm saying? And he got Tyson Fury, what, two and a half years removed from rehab. He was a fucking drug addict. Deontay Wilder motivated Tyson Fury to get back into boxing. You see what I'm saying? The heavyweight division right now has nothing in it. Nothing. So it was a perfect opportunity for Deontay Wilder to dominate the heavyweight division. But Deontay Wilder did say this too. He said it don't matter if he have a if, if, if he don't end his career with a goose head. And I can appreciate that. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, that, that's important to him. That was important to Floyd Mayweather that he got that goose head behind all the victories. It really was. You know what I'm saying? But what heavyweight fighter is undefeated though? That, that has has gone undefeated throughout their whole career. You know, I remember when I was young, I was playing the highlights. I'm not being lynched over, bent over by the great by the great Joe Fraser. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I guess from that standpoint, it's not it, it, it's normalcy for a heavyweight fighter to not end their career with that zero, not end their career with that goose head. Beside the number of victories they have fought, they have won. Throughout their entire career, you know what I'm saying. You know, I done, I done seen Iron Mike Tyson, you know, take a couple L's. I done seen Roy Jones Jr. take a couple L's. You know what I'm saying. So I guess you know, I, I can understand that. I can understand what Deontay Wilder coming from saying that he can't go undefeated his whole career. Somebody gonna whoop on him. 
I just didn't expect him to be a drug addict, you know, fresh out of rehab two years ago. Tyson Fury, though, I didn't expect that. And that just kept me at 100. You know what I'm saying? You know, but Tyson Fury up the ante on Deontay Wilder. He went out and said, you know what? I'm going to fire my trainer. And now that I'm going to fire my trainer, I'm going to get a brand new trainer. And then I'm going to spar with Anthony Joshua. He upped the ante on Deontay Wilder. He went out and came bigger than he was in the first fight. He fought at a, a big 272, 273. What Deontay Wilder did, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. And, I, and I've been saying this, I've been saying this about Deontay Wilder for a while now, man. Don't get me wrong, Jay, Bre Jay, uh, Jay Diaz and Mark Breland, they brought you there. They brought you there. There's nothing wrong with that. They brought you there. But everybody, when it comes to sports, have to make some type of adjustment. No matter what the situation may be, you got to make some type of adjustment. Prime example, I'm going to veer off the scope such, such for a little while. Prime example, Nick Saban ran a pro-style offense just about his whole career. You know, we're going to run the ball, you know, 30, 40 times a game. We're going to play card management. Saving seeing everybody around him. He saw the environment, the atmosphere changing. You know, everybody coming out five wide, four wide, tossing the ball everywhere. Hell, they did it to Nick Saban. So what did he do? He went out and recruited an offensive coordinator with the likes of Lane Kiffin. And he said, you know what? I want to do the same goddamn thing. I want to toss that ball around just like everybody else did. Then he went and got a, and after Lane Kiffin decided to leave, he go and get a, a Mike Lasky and a Steve Skarkeesian to run his offense. Offensive-minded, office coordinators. Don't get me wrong, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't brought us, but, but, but what? One ring since then. But I'm just saying, everybody, every great athlete, every great coach, makes the adjustments. You go back to the Louis, Louis Ortiz fight, the last one he just fought. Louis, Louis Ortiz was winning that fight until Dante Wilder unleashed the nuclear bomb on his ass and knocked that two play off his fucking head. But he was losing that fight. That Tyson Fury fight, if it wasn't for the two knockdowns in that fight, Tyson Fury would have won that fight also. Because Deontay Wilder was getting outboxed. Outboxed. And at the end of the day, this is this is not this is not checkers. This is this is chess, man. And checkers, you you can jump, you can jump a couple motherfuckers and you good. And chess, every move has to be thought about. Every move has to be thought about. You have to look at the pawns that you have on your board, on your side. And decide, what do I want to give up to get something else down the road? It's a risk and reward type of situation. You feel where I'm coming from? It was time for Deontay Wilder to make the proper adjustments within his corner, and he didn't do it. And Tyson Fury did, he upped the ante, and Deontay Wilder saw, shit, I didn't make no type of adjustments. And I would have been proud, happy, if Deontay Wilder came out and said, you know what, I got my ass cool. That's it. 
But to come out with an excuse to tell me I had a, a, a 40 pound costume on, I had, and, and you know, it took me 10 to 15 minutes to get to the ring. By the time I got to the ring, when, you know, when, when that bell rung for the first round, I knew I didn't have no legs. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't want to hear that. Not at all. I don't want to hear, oh, I had complications, you know, going on before the fight. Man, it's one of the biggest fights of your life, bruh. You're trying to prove a point. You're trying to prove a point that you are going to be the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, man. I don't want to hear anything about any complications going on on the outside. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people have stuff going on. And a lot of people deal with stuff totally different. Just the simple fact that you should be motivated to go in here and hook this motherfucking ass, man, on the, simple, on the strength of that he said he hung in the ring with you for 12 rounds. He got up twice off that right hand nuclear bomb that you got in your arsenal. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, I'm hurt. I was hurt. Deontay Wilder was Alabama champion. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. He was Alabama champion. That's the point when. When an Alabama fan and an Auburn fan can put aside their differences for for an hour and 15 minutes to cheer on a Deontay Wilder. Like I said, man, I was, I was just hurt. I'm not going to still hurt. I'm hurt by the fact he's making excuses about this shit. Just say you got your ass whooped, bro. You got your ass whooped. That's it. No excuse. I got my ass whooped. All right, we're moving on. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to go ahead. Set this re this rematch, and I'm gonna make a little adjustments inside my camp, and I'm coming in. I'm coming to whoop ass. That's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear no excuses, man. I really don't. I really don't, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man. I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm real deal hurt about the situation. I'm real deal hurt about the situation for real, man. Because if you look at the timetable, the timeline. Deontay Wilder set this timeline. He got an old bullshit fight with uh, Donnie Brazil. Then he came back and fought Luis, Luis Ortiz, which I think he didn't need to fight. And then he had the rematch with Tyson Fury, which led to Anthony Joshua. You feel what I'm saying? You know, I don't know, I don't know the reason behind that timeline, but that's the timeline Deontay Wilder wanted, so hey. That's what you wanted. That's what, that what Shelly Finkel decided that you, that you should do. Do it. I have no problem with that. But that timeline is farther pushing you back from the goal. The goal is to get all the belts. And that little puppy across the pond, Anthony Joshua got all the belts. Hell, they he didn't change. He didn't gave it to uh, uh, Big Taco, uh, Anthony Ru uh, Andy Ruiz. And he didn't got him back for Andy Ruiz already. So that little puppy really ain't doing shit over there across the pond, but 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 looking like a sick puppy. As soon as the fight come over, as soon as the fight over, Eddie Hearns get his bitch ass on 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 every social media platform, on every mass media, uh, whatever, and and and, and proclaiming that you don't need a third, you don't need a third match. Tyson Fury, I box you the last the the the, the, the last 19, 19 out of twenty four rounds. We don't want to see a third fight. What was his motivation when Deontay Wilder wanted to fight you? And to be honest, we could be, we could, we could keep it frank. 
Tyson Fury could have been fought. Could have been fought Anthony Joshua. But Joshua being the bitch that he usually is just running. Like he always does. You feel me? You know. But, you know, that's my small rant for the day, man. I ain't going to hold you guys on. Um, I think I'm sitting about 30, 35 minutes now. So, I'm going to go and get off this thing, man. But, like we always do, man. Shout out to our sponsors. Um, Godfather Barbers in, in Bessemer, Alabama. Uh, shout out to Roger Morphe Shop in Newburn, Alabama. Shout out to... Uh, just your crown consulting services in uh, Washington DC and TD Ward Design. TD Ward Design is responsible for all of the graphics, all of the graphics that we put on for our podcast show. You know, such so a shout out to TD Ward Design. Need any type of graphic work, hit him up. Hit him up. Uh, also, um, before I leave, like I always do, uh, black battle everything. It's nobody. When I say it's nobody looking out for us, it's nobody looking out for for us. We have to look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? You know, if anybody from a black belt, you know where I'm coming from when I say that. You know what I'm saying? From poverty to to, 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 to just nothing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, last but not least, RIP to my son, uh, Trey Deuce. Son, I love you. I wish you were here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, y'all have a good one.